0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see that if you keep sound wisdom, it will protect you, and the Lord will be your confidence. If you humble yourself, then God will give you grace. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Proverbs chapter 3. On Simply the Bible.
0: Security is important to people. They invest thousands of dollars on a home security system that will give them confidence against intruders. But there is no security like the security the Lord gives us, for He is our confidence both now and forever. As we see throughout the book of Proverbs, Solomon tells us that such confidence in the Lord comes by acquiring and keeping wisdom. We continue in Proverbs three nineteen: The Lord, by wisdom, founded the earth. By understanding, He established the heavens. By His knowledge, the depths were broken up and clouds dropped down the dew. So, by wisdom, the Lord founded the earth. Speaking of Christ, the living Word of God, John the Apostle writes in the first chapter of his Gospel In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. Then in the book of Colossians, the Apostle Paul writes, For by him, that is Christ, all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he also says that in Christ lie hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So when Solomon says that the Lord founded the earth by wisdom, it would be easy for us to see this wisdom as Christ himself. Christ was the agent of the Godhead in creating all things. Now, by his knowledge, he broke up the deep. And I think of the subterranean water reservoirs that are available for people to use, to dig wells, to access them. And then... The clouds drop down the dew. So we get the rainfall from the clouds and the subterranean waters from below. What a marvelous system God has created by his wisdom. My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. So they will be life to your soul and grace to your neck. Then you will walk safely in your way and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet. So don't let wisdom and understanding depart from your eyes. There is so much deception in the world. We must hold fast to wisdom and understanding if we're going to keep ourselves from being deceived. Now, Solomon says that will be life to your soul and grace to your neck and how we can all use more life and grace. Then you will walk safely. Your foot will not stumble. You won't be afraid when you lie down at night. You won't fear what's going to happen and you will sleep sweetly. A lot of people have insomnia. A lot of people are anxious and they have a hard time sleeping. But when you are doing what you know is right before the Lord and exercising his wisdom, you sleep better at night. Do not be afraid of sudden terror, nor of trouble from the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence, and he will keep your foot from being caught. Now, bad news may come. Christians are not immune to receiving that, but we also have great reservoirs of grace that God has stored up for us in the evil day. We need merely to look up above the hills from where our help comes knowing that his grace is sufficient to meet any problem. The Lord will be your confidence. I consider that the theme verse for this second half of chapter three. He will keep your foot from being caught. Now, in Psalm 91, it says that he will command his angels concerning you so that you do not dash your foot against a stone. He'll hold you up. Do not... Withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in the power of your hand to do so. Do not say to your neighbor, go and come back, and tomorrow I will give it, when you have it with you. Do not devise evil against your neighbor, for he dwells by you for safety's sake. Do not strive with a man without cause if he has done you no harm. So Solomon says, don't withhold good from others. You see, there are the sins of commission. That's the bad things that we would do. And there are the sins of omission. That's the good things that we neglect to do. And if you withhold good from someone, from your neighbor, well, then you have sinned. And if you say, well, you know, come back. Let me think about it. Come back tomorrow when you can do it today. Well, that delay is sin as well. James 4.17 says, Therefore, to him who knows to do good, And does not do it to him, it is sin. And if that doesn't convict you, I don't know what does, right? Now, do not devise evil against your neighbor. Leviticus 19.18 says, You shall not take vengeance nor bear any grudge against the children of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Solomon says, your neighbor dwells near you for safety's sake. So you want to take good care of him. How important it was to band together in pioneer days. There were no police to call. There was no national guard. If the enemy attacked, then you'd get together with your neighbors and join forces for safety's sake. Do not strive with a man without cause. Now, I have observed a disturbing trend on social media, people openly criticizing others when they have done them no harm personally simply because they do not live up to their expectations of them. That's an example of striving with a man without a cause. Why not go directly to the person and show him his fault according to the word of God if he truly has a fault? That is what Jesus would do. We are never to judge others according to our own opinions or by mere appearance. Rather, we must seek to make right judgments, which means treating others the way we want to be treated. Do not envy the oppressor and choose none of his ways. For the perverse person is an abomination to the Lord, but his secret counsel is with the upright. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the just. So do not envy the oppressor. Now, why would someone do that? Because power is highly esteemed by men. But Solomon says, choose none of his ways. People tend to imitate the words and actions of those they perceive as being strong or successful. But are they oppressing others? Are they vindictive? Do they belittle people? We must not imitate their ways. Rather, we must keep the way of the Lord. Jesus cares for others. He told us even to love our enemies. He doesn't step on them to climb up the ladder of success. But the perverse man is an abomination. The Hebrew word for perverse means to depart from the way of righteousness. The world may esteem such a man, But he is an abomination, a detestable thing in the eyes of God. And to God, he will give an account of himself. But God's secret counsel is with the upright. I love this verse. You see, a friend takes you into his secret counsel. We can be transparent with friends knowing that they are a safe place and they will still love us no matter what. So the Lord takes us into his secret counsel if we trust in him. Jesus said to his disciples, you are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends for all things that I heard from my father I have made known to you. But the curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked. That is why it is so foolish to envy the wicked or imitate their ways. Who wants to have the curse of God on their home? But the Lord blesses the home of the just. Look how God blessed the homes of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Boaz, and David. How fortunate were the children who grew up in these homes. Surely he scorns the scornful, but gives grace to the humble. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the legacy of fools. Now, since Satan fell from heaven, God has hated pride and resists the proud and scornful. One of my favorite Bible stories is when the prophet Elisha was going from Jericho to Bethel. As he was walking along the road, a group of boys from the town began mocking and making fun of him, Go away, baldy, they chanted. Go away, baldy. Elisha turned around and looked at them and he cursed them in the name of the Lord. Then two bears came out of the woods and mauled 42 of them. <laughs> so I guess I have a strange sense of humor, but that was the way Elisha took care of the scornful anyway. But on the other hand, God gives grace to the humble. So if you want to receive God's grace in your life, if you want his favor, well, humble yourself under his mighty hand. Humble yourself in the presence of the Lord and he will lift you up. The wise will inherit glory. Isn't that great? I mean, the best is yet to come if you are a believer in Jesus Christ. If you are trusting God, then the way for you is going to be good in the future. You just hold fast to the Lord and stick to his path. But fools will inherit shame. Those who are foolish, that's what they're ultimately going to get. They're going to be ashamed. But if they don't repent of their sins, then they will be destroyed. So which way do you want to choose? You see, the whole point of Proverbs is to lay out the two paths before us. We can choose the path of the wise. We can choose wisdom. We can choose to trust in the Lord. And live according to his ways and follow the way of his spirit. Or we can choose our own way. We can choose the way of the world. Ultimately, the way of Satan, the way of pride, the way of being the master of our own destiny. But the end result is shame and destruction. There is no security like the security God gives. Do you know that you have that security? If not, then humble yourself today. Turn from trusting in yourself and in your own ways and ask God to help you and be your sure confidence. And truly, he will lift you up. Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have given to us such an everlasting security. If we will turn from our own ways and trust in you and trust in your son who you sent to the cross to die for our sins. I pray if anyone is listening to this today and does not know that they are right with you, that they would turn and believe in you, turn from their sins and trust you so that you might be their sure confidence. In Jesus' name.
1: Amen. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Next time, we'll return to the book of 1 Samuel as we see poor David on the run from King Saul. Here's the story of a man of God suffering unjust treatment, but overcoming anyway. We hope you'll join us as we mine for treasure in God's Word on Simply the Bible.